0: Welcome to Gin and Topics Tasting Room. I'm swapping Anya for Emma, our resident gin expert, the little monkey, and she's going to tell us about the gin that we drank this week, what we should have tasted, and what we could do with the rest of the bottle. So pour a glass and join us in a little gin tasting. That's exciting. Out of the country? Out of the country. What? I am taking you somewhere hot and somewhere sunny and somewhere with lots of interesting botanicals. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. We are going to South Africa. Oh, wonderful. I've never been. No, nor have I. Always wanted to. Have never been. But we are going to South Africa in gin form (laughs) at least we can be there with the gin even if we can't be there in body absolutely one of the joys of gin
1: travel while still sitting in your living room closing your eyes imagining you're there
0: (laughs) exactly and just tasting what the botanicals would be like if you were there um so we are drinking and i've got to get this right because i always get it wrong we are drinking the cape fine bows gin okay I'll take your word for it. We, I,
1: I never know how to pronounce it.
0: Fineboss. I think it is. Fineboss? fine Or
1: finebos, finebos.
0: I always say finbus, yeah, which I too. know is wrong. Oh no, okay. Um, <laughs> it does say noun, and then it's got, on the back of the bottle, it's even got the phonetical spelling, but I can't rem- remember my phonetic alphabet to know how to pronounce it either.
1: Well, it's not on my tiny,
0: teeny bottle sample, so I'm of no <laughs> use. It's all down to you, Sarah. Well, and apparently it's from the Dutch, meaning a fine-leaved plant. Oh. Ah. So anyway, a fine boss, fin boss, fine, fine bows. However, <laughs> we're drinking cape, fine bos, gin from South Africa. What do you know about it?
1: Um, this one is one of the ones that's going to go a bit further on the botanicals than some others. There are 30 indigenous botanicals in this gin.
0: 30? So we've gone 10, 14,
1: now 30? I know. I mean, so there's lots of berries, barks, roots, stems, peels. Uh, they macerate <laughs> some. They use the little vapour baskets, have a little gin, vapour shower. Love um, it. Yeah, but... I mean, I don't know how many of those are varieties of the fine boss. Fine boss? The
0: plant, the fine, the plant. yeah.
1: <laughs> because it is a really genetically diverse species, isn't it? So... It is So
0: huge. And I was just saying, so the label on the bottle is stunning because it's all like a collection of stamps and every single one has a flower on it, which I assume are all the different flowers of that plant yeah. range um and there are because there are huge amounts i remember it from last time last series we had one it was an ambergin the The inverosh and that has some in it yeah um but yeah there are huge amounts of them, aren't there
1: yeah so they call it the floral kingdom apparently so beautiful Uh, and and, uh unesco of uh yeah protected areas of it it is of you know, importance to the world. Uh, slightly under threat from some invasive species. Right. There's some uh, pesky Australian myrtles that are causing havoc. Oh,
0: myrtle! But...
1: <laughs> Get out! I know. But um, it's an, it's a you know national flower. Huge, big swathes of the country are still covered in it. Um, and they're being protected, which is great. But you know, when you when you're trying to work out what one tastes like. You know, each one's quite unique, apparently. Yeah. So um it's kind of difficult to know sometimes, um, having not been or tried any of them, what they might taste like.
0: And so we've probably got a few of them in here as well. So we're not tasting one. I wouldn't
1: have thought so, no.
0: Okay. What we Should got have a then? Taste. What we see, got. See what? what's
1: going on. Are we nosing? Are we tasting yeah. what we t- I have a bit yeah. of a nose. Oh, herbal. Wow. Ooh. Oh, it's a bit spicy, peppery almost on the um, on the end.
0: Yeah,
1: I get pepper. Yeah. Kind of that white pepper rather than uh, cracked black pepper. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, smells quite nice. Uh, it's 45% though, so uh, neat. It's going to be a little bit of a punchy guy. Do you know,
0: it smells like something you could put on your wrist. Mm. Doesn't it? It does a little, doesn't it? Yeah, very perfumed. Okay. Oh, but, but the taste is, I think it's really different to what I can smell. It is. I
1: think, you know, there's a kind of lightness and florality on the nose that maybe doesn't come across as much on the palate. It's a bit earthier.
0: Yeah. A bit like a plant, maybe. We've got that flower on the nose and a bit more stem on the, on the <laughs> taste. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so can we identify any of the things in there? Because as you said, there were, what, 40? Yeah, uh, 30. 30. Phew. I'm upping the numbers. <laughs> let's not get carried away. <laughs> I was going to say, let, let, let's not
1: get too carried away. Um, but no, I mean, you can taste the juniper, you can identify that. Um, there's some nice orangey notes mm. coming through on the finish, which is quite nice.
0: Honeyed notes, maybe as well. something Yeah. I was going to say, actually, I'm finding it really easy to drink neat because it's quite sweet. It's it on the kind of finish, it's got a sweetness yeah.
1: or at least a perception of sweetness, maybe, that kind of smooths it all out at the end, which is very lovely. Uh, but yeah, surprisingly
0: easy to drink, for 45%. Yeah, really easy to drink. So I'm going to put some tonic in as well. Nice.
1: See what a bit of lengthening does.
0: Okay, lengthening it. What am I expecting? <clears throat>
1: don't know really i mean some of those lighter florals might come back with a bit of dilution a few bubbles to help it along the way or it could just punch the earthy notes let's see
0: oh no that's nice
1: yeah it works really nicely with the tonic and the bitterness of the quinine it's kind of rounded it all
0: out hasn't it
1: yeah it doesn't mask the flavor of the gin as well um which is always a worry with gins that have floral elements that that gets kind of steamrolled into. But some of, I think even with the tonic and the bubbles, some of those delicate florals are actually holding up quite well.
0: Yeah. And I have a feeling that it's a kind of gin that actually is better when it's warmer than on a cold day, if that makes sense. It's better on a summer day than a winter's
1: day? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it feels very sunshiny,
0: doesn't it? What shall I put in it? You know, should I put a flower in? Shall I put some citrus? What would you say? I mean, I think that this
1: one is perfect. It's really nice in a gin and tonic as it is. So why don't you go for the visual element? Why not put a flower from your garden in there? Obviously making sure it is edible and you haven't been, (laughs) you know, spraying your pesticides around. (laughs) and uh, the dog hasn't just been. (laughs) Yes, Um, but I think it'd be really nice. I don't think you need to add too much to this one. It's got quite a lot of complexity in it. It's quite delicate. You don't want to be putting, you know, strong citrus oils over there or, Mm. or a slice that might overpower it. Yeah, so I'm not
0: going to put any ginger in or anything too strong, but maybe just something that makes it look a bit nice. Maybe like I love to put a little bit of borage in my ice cubes because they look really pretty and they've got that kind of cucumbery taste. So so maybe a little. I know, I know, love my pretty ice cubes.
1: So this what happens when you, uh, you know, live in the middle of the countryside? Just go out, pick some borage and freeze it into your ice cubes. Oh, it's so <laughs> idyllic.
0: <laughs> or maybe I could start putting, I don't know, little marigold leaves or something. Make Perfect. them really pretty ice cubes.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, you know, there are quite a lot of quite lovely flowers that you can grow in your garden if you have a garden. I do not. I live in central no. London. Window box. Um, Need a window oh no. box. Heavily secured, so I don't knock out half of, uh, you know, Mare Street as they're walking (laughs) past.
0: Yeah, or water their heads. (laughs) Exactly. Uh,
1: But no, if I had a garden, I very much would be growing some edible flowers for garnishing my gin and tonics for sure.
0: Nice. Or maybe a fine Bosch, but I'm not sure we can grow them in this country. Don't think we quite have the climate for them.
1: It's getting hotter by the day so you never know very
0: true but let's not go there let's not <laughs> go there on that note we'll enjoy the gin and I will see you next week where I think we'll bring it back to the UK okay. but I'll take you somewhere nice of course ah thanks you I like going on ginny adventures with you <laughs> I'll see you next week for one then
1: see you next week cheers cheers
0: So there you go. That was this week's gin. And if you haven't listened to the topic that we paired with the gin, then why don't you do that now with the rest of your glass? And if you want to share what you're pairing your gin with and what you're going to do with the rest of your bottle, then join us on social media at Topic Gin. And of course, listen again next week for another topic. Quite a few more gins. (laughs) See you then. Cheers.